Hello, I'm Hannah Kaplan, and this is the WCS Wild Audio Podcast, where you'll find reported audio stories covering the latest news and newsmakers from WCS's field sites, zoos and aquarium, and their conservation partners. We've got a great show today, so let's get to it. The Arctic is currently warming four times faster than the rest of the planet. Drastic changes are happening. How is it impacting the animals that live there? Tom Glass from the University of Montana and Martin Robards of the Wildlife Conservation Society are part of a group of scientists who have been investigating. Some of their recent work focused on a species that doesn't always get a lot of conservation attention. Dan Rosen of WCS Wild Audio has the story. It's 30 or maybe 40 degrees below zero. The wind is whipping at your face. Snow covers everything as far as you can see. And there's no evidence of other humans anywhere in sight. So it's very quiet and very um, surreal in some ways, you know, to be that, that, to feel that removed from, from everybody else. These snow-covered plains in Alaska are a de facto office for Tom Glass, a researcher from the University of Montana and formerly WCS. It's a real challenge for him to get there. And once he does, it's a challenge to find the animals he's trying to study. Wolverines occur at naturally low densities. There just aren't very many of them on the landscape compared to other animals. Just getting getting enough to really begin to have an understanding of sort of population level processes, what is, what is going on with this species in a, in a more general sense uh, can be really challenging. Wolverines. There's some misconceptions out there about them. They're not related to wolves. Many people ask Tom that. They're actually the largest terrestrial members of the weasel family. They're related to things like ferrets and otters and martens. And then uh, they're not very big. I think people are often surprised how small they are. They're just 30 to 35 pounds would be a pretty large one. So the size of a maybe an overweight cocker spaniel. Small, yes, but with a big reputation. Wolverines are no nonsense known to take down animals twice their size or larger. One of the wolverine strategies is to just follow caribou. Martin Robards directs WCS's Arctic Beringia program. He worked with Tom on this research. Once when the team was out in the field, they came upon a long stretch of caribou and wolverine tracks and followed them. And so we followed these tracks, you know, where they're just latched on to following a caribou for up to 62 kilometers which is pretty wild for an animal to have that tenacity just to wear the caribou out over that time. It's not, you know, this thing where they just jump on the caribou, they wait until the caribou's exhausted, and we get to the kill site, and there's really no struggle. The caribou's just like, I'm done. Right now, wolverines are up against a relentless opponent. Climate change is impacting the Arctic in many ways. One of the most obvious for wolverines is the snow. It's already melting two weeks earlier than just a few decades ago. Wolverines, of course, make their reproductive dens in snow, in snowdrifts in January and February, and then have their kits and raise their kits in these, in these um, dens over the course of the spring. And they, they only leave once the snow begins to melt, uh, which in the Arctic on the, ton- on the North Slope seems to be, you know, is usually around mid-May is when they're leaving these dens. So it's only when the dens are becoming inundated with water and there's all this um, snow melt coming down into the uh, into the den itself that they come out, right? So one of the big questions for us is what's what's happening? We know that 
snowmelt is already occurring um, two weeks earlier in some parts of the Arctic than it did just a few decades ago, right? And that trend is continuing. So what what's happening to these wolverines as they're being pushed out of the dens earlier and earlier? Maybe the kits are being exposed to predators earlier, et cetera. Often when we talk about conservation, we focus on big apex predators, polar bears, tigers, sharks, or we talk about animals on the very brink of extinction, critically endangered species. Wolverines in Alaska don't fall into either category. Their population there is still robust. But it's important, Martin says, that we learn about them and protect them. I can go back to some of the books that really influenced me in conservation. And, you know, Sam County Almanac by Aldo Leopold is a key one for, for my own education and the idea of the land ethic. And, you know, in there, he talks a lot about the human and nature relationship. And one of the take-home messages on that was to keep every cog and wheel in the environment. He used that metaphor. And so often when we think about conservation, we think about those apex, you know, animals, you know, like caribou, like polar bears, and they become the focus of conservation. And to me, you know, these animals like wolverines, they're, you know, what we call mesocarnivores, they're in the middle. They're an important cog in the system. And we're only learning now about why they're so important. And while we're still learning, Martin says, there are healthy landscapes and ecosystems in Alaska, a function of having an intact set of species, including predators, large and small. And there's also a sociocultural value to having wolverines out there too, says Tom. Wolverines are, you know, I think more, more so than many other species are really wrapped up in this idea of wilderness and of wild places and how we conceive of wild landscapes. You know, I think that particularly in North America, um, you know, a place that can that, that can be a good home for a wolverine is still wild in some way, right? And, uh, and I think that there's value in knowing that these animals are out there and in, and in adding that element of wildness to the places that they, that they call home, right? But in order to safeguard them, we have work to do. We actually know more than than I thought setting out. We know more than I thought we would, or than I thought we did about wolverines in the Arctic. Um, we know enough to, uh, to, to know what we don't know, right? To know the questions that we should be asking. Now that we do, conservationists must try to answer these questions before it's too late. For WCS Wild Audio, this is Dan Rosen. Today's episode was produced and reported by Dan Rosen with help from Hannah Kaplan and Nat Moss. The WCS Wild Audio Podcast is a production of the Wildlife Conservation Society. Please join us next week for a new episode, and don't forget to rate or review the show wherever you get your podcasts. 